Hi everyone, I'm Alice. I'm an ER doctor and I have come to know that laughter and joy are the best medicine. On this podcast, I highlight joy in order to share some of this medicine with you. I'll be talking with different people about their joy, which inspires us to our own. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today, I am talking with Dr. Susan Hughes. Susan is a certified life coach, a number one international best-selling author, an international speaker, a non-practicing physician, and an unapologetic trauma brain injury survivor. She has been helping people focus on wellness and reaching their true potential for over 20 years. She was the typical overextended physician, wife to a cancer survivor, and mom to two amazing kids. She had a busy family practice in the Pacific Northwest, seeing pediatrics, adults, and even delivered over 3,000 babies. <laughs> but she became exhausted and she had a car accident that left her with a traumatic brain injury. It was a rough time for her. Uh, during this time, her husband was just finishing his radiation treatment. She was the income generator, multi-business owner, and her hubby was the engineer, now stay-at-home dad. So she learned to focus on post-traumatic growth and how to bounce highest. She now helps others reclaim their joy, be happier, and more confident. I am so thrilled that she is here with me today, and I'm so excited to talk with her. Hi, Susan. Hi, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. What a wonderful introduction. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, I love that your work is all about helping people find their joy. I mean, that's exactly what you're you're spending your time helping people, coaching people. So I'm curious to know, how do you define joy? Is it a thought, a feeling, an action, all three? I think it's all three. You know, people will have the action that can release the thought that releases the emotion, which, you know, circles back around into that thought that has that emotion that leads to that action. So I see it as a circle. I see it as a noun, a verb, a feeling, a thought, an action. I see it as all, but it's intentional, mm -hmm. but it is intentional. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I love that. So what brings you the most joy? When do you feel the most joy? Oh, that, that is a great question for me right now. I mean, I've got to feel joy all the time. And I think part of, you know, when I looked at joy is knowing that it is the here and now we can anticipate and we can be excited about the future. Mm -hmm. But that is not necessarily joy. You know, we can be happy about the future, but the joy for me is what is happening right now. And I live in sunny Arizona. And for whatever reason, after the monsoons, we have got a gazillion butterflies. Oh, and it is so much fun. And I love going out. And I've got this big bush that's, you know, 20 plus feet tall. It's a Mexican paradise, you know, um, bush. And it is filled literally with thousands of butterflies. And I love to just sit, you know, just stand and just back into the bush and just have these butterflies just float all over. And it's just that 
moment. It's just, oh. it, it's just amazing. It's yeah. silly, but it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other things that make me, you know, joy, I just thought it was hilarious that both of us decided to wear pink. I think I I, like one pink shirt. <laughs> and, and I thought, I got to wear pink. I wear very pink. You know, it's just those silly little things, you know, yeah. that just make you just kind of giggle. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, just silly things, you know, checking expectations can make mm-hmm. you have joy. Yes. You know, we were talking before this went live and you now I was making sure that, you know, the door was shut and all this stuff. And then I thought, I better make sure no one's behind that door. <laughs> I the door my cat's looking at me just going, pick up the cat and then she's like well can I hang here with you because she loves to interrupt zooms <laughs> I have a table in front of me she will hop on the table and I've had more than one video where I have a little tail going across <laughs> and, and all you can do is just laugh yeah like, rest assured the cat is outside the door is shut she's not interrupting us unless she is welcomed back in but you know <sighs> You got to laugh. Yeah, totally. totally. You've got to have those, those little, those little moments that Mm -hmm. just make things all worthwhile. Yes. Yes. And I think, I think um, animals, they appreciate the joy and the fun and they like that energy. So they definitely want to be a part of that. (laughs) And you know, pets, I mean, they can anticipate getting fed, but otherwise they are totally in the moment. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And I love what you said um, about joy being in the moment and because that's when we experience it is now. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, you just, you you can plan for the future. You can forecast, you can anticipate. Yep. It's right this moment. Yes. It's a little block of time. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. And I promise, like you said, to everyone watching this, we did not coordinate this or plan this to wear pink <laughs> together. It did not, happen. <laughs> we did not. You know, it was, you know, you talk about joy and, you know, one of those things is, you know, what, what has brought me most joy and would I ever repeat it again? Having my son brought me incredible joy and I would never, ever, ever repeat it. <laughs> So we adopted our daughter, <laughs> you know, that's a Stephen King versus Dan Coons type story with my son, but we adopted my daughter and, you know, incredible joy. What I repeat it in a heartbeat, but my biggest concern was, is she going to be a girly girl? Mm-hmm. Is she going to, you know, cause I grew up with three brothers. Uh. Is she going to be a girly girl? And am I going to be doing whole, you know, loads of laundry with just pink, right? And the answer was yes, I did whole laundries just pink. But then she kind of grew out of that phase a little bit. But oh. I think this is about my only pink shirt. <laughs> Your daughter has all the other pink clothes. She has all the others. Exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay, how about a time if you could tell us a story about a fun time with your family, whether it was on vacation or any, just anything that you had that you enjoyed? You know, having kids is amazing. Being able to look through their eyes with a different perspective. Oh my gosh, I've got so many stories. I am a Disney 
fan, big time Disney fan. I used to have a season pass to Disneyland until I had kids and then I didn't have time to go. Um, but I remember, you know, wanting to take my son to Disneyland for the first time. And he was just a little sport. He was a baby. And we got up, we had an early morning flight and, you know, he's awake for the flight. He's all bouncy. We get in the rental car. He just passes out in the rental car. We put him in the stroller. We go into Disneyland. He is like unconscious for the first two hours. I'm just like, <laughs> I had this expectation of all these things. You know, he'd come in and he, right. you know, he'd look at, you know, oh, all the stuff. And I, I was just like, he's missing. He's missing. And he wakes up and he hears the train and it's magic. It's mama, choo-choo. Uh, and it was amazing. And seeing Disneyland through his eyes was just incredible. Um, I love to snorkel. That is one of the most wonderful things in the world for me to do. And I live in Arizona. I don't have that opportunity right. here. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know, and when I lived in the Pacific Northwest, it was too stinking cold. I didn't mm -hmm. have the opportunity there either. Mm-hmm. But taking my kids snorkeling for the first time, holding their hands as we're going in and seeing the reef and being able to share that absolute bliss and joy yes. with them. You know, one of the favorite things that I love to do. And um, it, was, it was magic, pure magic. Um, about five years ago, just over five years ago, we went to Europe. And that's the first time I've been able to take my family to Europe. And I had lived there for three years and still had a lot of friends there. But being able to go through memories that I had had and share some of the experiences that I had had and mm -hmm. introduce some people that truly helped form me as a human being and able to share that with my kids. I mean, there's yeah. just so many, so many moments to be able to share with your kids. But those are just like some of the top top three that just are like wow yeah just wow moments so oh that's wow. wonderful <laughs> that's great yeah getting that other perspective like you said seeing it through your uh son's eyes is just mm -hmm. totally changes it <laughs> oh my word yes yes it does you know it just it helps you see it from something that you hadn't seen the first time. Right. You know, I, I always love taking the, you know, the train all around Disneyland. Right. right. Being from a, you know, two-year-old perspective. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yes. Yes. I can only imagine. That's awesome. <laughs> so, okay. So uh, you told us earlier about a time or times that were pleasurable having your kids, but you wouldn't necessarily repeat it. But how about maybe a time or something that was pleasurable that you do wish you could repeat it? <laughs> mm. Here's an interesting one. So, you know, I grew up in the Midwest and grew up going to Chicago Cup games. Uh -huh. um, my dad and I would go. And it was just one of those wonder, and I know my brothers went along, but it was my dad. Uh, you know, forget the, it was you, my dad and I, I remember, yeah. you know, going to the games, watching games. And then when they finally won the world series, you know, uh, talking to him on the phone when we were watching it in our own, you know, living rooms live. But a number of years ago, he came out 
um, actually it's five plus years ago, he came out to visit and we went to a um, spring training cups game. And they had the old timers there that were signing things for charity. And they had Fergie Jenkins, who was a Hall of Famer pitcher for the Cubs. And, I, you know, he's, you know, 70s, probably 80 now. Mm-hmm. And um, got a hat, bought the hat and got a picture of Fergie Jenkins with my dad. And oh. that evening at dinner, I gave my dad the hat. And he goes, no, no, the hat is yours. I said, no, I wanted the memory. Mm. I wanted the memory of being there with you and yeah. for your Jenkins. Uh, so it, it's one of those things. Will I ever get it back? Would I love to get that, that moment back, that shared experience that it was just pure joy. Yes. Yes. Oh, it was that's a good just, one. and, you know, being able to, you know, talk with Fergie and say, you know, that I'd grown up watching him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just that, so it was Fergie being joyful, my dad being joyful. And it was just like this big intersection. Wow. It was fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. So that's a anyway. good one. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we do, everything lines up and comes together. And it's just so magical. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It was fun. It was oh, good. Good. That's good. <laughs> So how about a story about a time when you were feeling down and then something happened that lifted you up, whether it was change of mindset, thought, event, just something happened, made you come feeling better again. Perfect. Um, yeah. And I, the, um, the volume went down significantly, so you can check that. Um, it was... After my car accident, I couldn't... My eyes weren't working. You know, I couldn't read more than 10 minutes at a time. It was, it was hard. I mean, they just weren't tracking. Mm. And I went to a, I, I just poured myself into personal development because I knew, I knew that I needed to grow for my new future. And I didn't know if I would get the ability back to read more than 10 minutes at a time. And so I flew out to Los Angeles and was getting ready to go into a James Mellencheck conference. And I was going to be one of the guest speakers there. And he had like a 10 page non-disclosure form that we needed to sign before we went in. I couldn't read. And we're all, you know, there's a bunch of us who are you know, going to be speaking. I was going to be one of the guest speakers and I'm looking at this form and I had to turn to the gentleman next to me and humble myself and say, hi, I'm Susan. I'm a physician (laughs) and I've had a traumatic brain injury and I can't read this form. Oh, and I said, can you please tell me what it says? And it was so hard, so hard to humble myself and ask him to do that. Mm. And he was so gracious and he and I are Facebook friends still. And then we went in and, you know, the next, I think it was the next day that I, you know, it was my opportunity to speak from the stage. And, you know, that is still that, that sense, am I good enough? What am I doing here? I can't even read. And, you know, I got up and spoke from the stage and this was the pivotal, one of the pivotal moments in my life and launched 
Mount's highest, I was up there and I'd been speaking for years and I talked about post-traumatic growth and I talked about, you know, how we, how we learn from experiences. And I talked about how grateful that my husband and my kids who were in the car accident with me were not hurt and how, even though I had a neck injury, I was moving all fours Mm -hmm. and it hit me. I wasn't just grateful for being alive. I was becoming grateful for becoming the person I was because of the car accident. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just like a lightning bolt. It was just like, not, I'd been talking to people about bouncing back from adversity and then started talking to them about bouncing higher. And then ultimately it was all about bouncing highest. It was grabbing every moment, every lesson we could possibly learn. And that was, you know, from one of the lowest of the lows mm-hmm. to something that just truly transformed my life and how I can impact others. Wow. Yes. That's good. So something really amazing happened from something that wasn't so fun to go through. No, we definitely (laughs) not ever go through it again. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Sometimes we just don't know which way the life is going to lead us. Mm -hmm. These things happen and we have no idea what's why they happened or what's going to come from them. And it sounds like some amazing, wonderful things came from that um, car accident that you had. Absolutely. A lot of lessons. Okay. Well, how about a time? Can you recall a time when you erupted into spontaneous laughter? <laughs> you just didn't control it. It came up and out of you. <laughs> I know it. I know it. You know, it, it's, it's all day long. Um, one one story yesterday. Oh my God. Yesterday, you know, I mean, <sighs> anyways, on September 12th, it's national day of encouragement. I never knew that. I never knew that. And so I sat down with my husband and, you know, I looked in his eyes and held his hands. I said, honey, I just want to let you know, I am so proud of you. I said, you're working full time. You went back to college to pick up another certificate. You know, you're always doing so many things around the house. I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you. And he looked at me and said, well, I'm not dead yet. (laughs) (laughs) And I just started hauling. I mean, that is so Typical that's, you know, you're not dead yet. You know, it it was just, you know, taking those little things and just, you know, laughing. Yes. Yes. Just, you know, so, you know, when do I laugh? I mean, God, I I, I should count how many times I (laughs) laugh per day. And, um, you know, I, I, I ache for those who can't find that laughter, who can't find that joy. And, you know, there were so many times when I was a practicing physician, you know, um, you know, I would still find joy, but there were so many times where I would have to give them bad news. And I know that you've had to be in that position as yes. well, where yes. we get information back that we do not want to get mm-hmm. and we sure as heck don't want to share yes. the information and just, you know, all those times where those, those pain points and, it just makes having those times where we have absolute utter bliss and joy even more valued and important. Yes, yes, absolutely. 
So I love that you said <laughs> there's so many, too many to count that you're laughing all day long. That is so awesome. <laughs> so how is feeling that good help you be more successful? <sighs> it's contagious. It is contagious. I know um, right after the accident, I was in such ugly pain and had such ugly pain for such period of time. And that pain just wears you down mm -hmm. and it wears down everyone around you. And it doesn't mean that I still don't have pain, mm -hmm. but I look at it differently. I look at it differently and having that ability to be in the moment, being able to have people recognize it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Um, I spoke the other day about shift happening. Mm -hmm. And we all know that shift happens. And no, I'm not misspeaking. But <laughs> we know that shift happens. And it's so much of how we look at things. Yes. Yes. And being able to share these things, model these things to my kids, to the mm -hmm. people who do a lot of advocacy work. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that we can't acknowledge the pain. Yes. It doesn't mean that we can't acknowledge the grief, but we can grow to encompass it. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yes, absolutely. So what puts you in the flow state where things are just easy and you feel productive? Honestly, a couple things. One, I get out of my own way. <laughs> and that is so important because, you know, Oh my gosh, as physicians, do we overthink things? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. things. So when we just get out of our own way and allow things to be, um, one of the favorite things that I love to use is a timer. And I actually have it as a, a free gift that I give to people too when they, you know, come check out my website. And it's just being able to use a timer so that you, put away the phone, you put away mm. you put the cat outside the door, you put <laughs> everything else and you just sit down and focus. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you get out of your own way. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just, that's just so important. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, that's really good. Especially nowadays when there's a zillion and one things that can take our attention or, you know, grab our attention or people want to get us to focus on other things. If we can just <laughs> center and focus right here, <laughs> that's so important. So, and setting the intention. Yes. So yes. before I do a podcast, it's like the intention is to be able to pour into other people. Mm -hmm. Before I do a webinar, my intention is to be able to pour into other people. When I'm doing advocacy work, again, it's like, how can I set the attention that I will be a servant later. Yeah. And um, the other thing about intentionality, I, I tell people I'm married to Robert. He's amazing. I am not married to the end result. Mm -hmm. So if I'm pouring out to people, I can control what I do. I can't necessarily control how the other person responds or what they do. So right. if I'm, you know, working with a coaching client, um, I can't control what they do. If I'm speaking to a big audience, I can't control what they do, but I can control my commitment to the process. And that is 
that's really liberating. Yes. Really freeing that, you know, hey, there's only so much I can control and I can put it out there, but each person is responsible for their own. Yes. Yes, exactly. You cannot live someone else's life for them. Correct. And, <laughs> and you know, your ER, you know, I did primary care family practice for, you know, two decades. And mm-hmm. the phrase I would use would be, if I'm working harder and getting someone well than they are, then there's a problem. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, yes. Well said, yep. They've got to participate in their own health. <laughs> Not just their own health, their own life, their own happiness, their own growth. Their, absolutely. Yeah. Their own everything. Everything. Yes. Well said. Yes, absolutely. So do you have any daily habits or practices or routines that you do to help you connect to your joy? I think part of it, you know, is setting that intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just there'll be little routines that I do. Um, you know, I love Mel Robbins, shout out to Mel Robbins, you know, the five, four, three, two, one, you know, just do it, just get out, you just get out of your own way and just do it. Um, I also teach on what I call the Dr. Susan two minute rule. Um, and that is, I know I'm giving, I'm giving you freebies, but anyways, it's all good. Um, the two minute rule is if something can take two minutes or less to just do it, because it's going to take me so much more energy to come back to it yeah. and do it later. Yes. So it, it gets that inertia. It mm-hmm. gets that momentum going. And so I have all these little habits that I do to just try to be more productive and set that an intentionality. Um, we talked about the timer before. Another thing that I love to do, I'm not getting on the phone here, but one thing that I love to do is um, every it's just a routine. I have to do it. You know, part of it is traumatic brain. The other part of it is having two kids. Um, I have my phone with all these different timers on it. Uh, mm-hmm. And so every night I go through and I look at my schedule for tomorrow mm-hmm. and I just set myself alarms mm. through the whole day so that I know, okay, you know, cause I can get immersed into something. Mm-hmm. I can get into reading a book because I can read again. <laughs> I, I, Um, you know, I can get into doing all these things, but, you know, having these little accountability check-ins or however you want to call it, you know, so these are different things that I do throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, I also try to spend at least 30 minutes of personal development every day. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a, uh, Robbins Mundane's coach as well. And part of the six, the six, um, human needs is growth. Mm-hmm. I've got to grow every day. I've got to learn something every day. So that's part of my routine as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's really awesome. I love what you just said that you've got to learn and grow every day. That really keeps the momentum going and the expansion going. And yeah, that's, that's, that's a good, that's a good tip. <laughs> well, another thing, it's not just learning. But this one's, this one's really hard. Um, I'll just share another story. Think back to when you graduated from medical school. Mm -hmm. 
at our medical school grad at our medical school graduation, we had all of us. You were wearing our coats, you know, our gowns. We had our stoles, and the different stoles had different, you know, color meanings depending on whether we were going to family practice, OB, surgery, whatever. And the keynote speaker, he got up there, and he was someone that had been one of our mentors, but he had stage four cancer and was dying. Mm. And he stood up there and he said, congratulations to all of you. You're all brand new physicians. It really pumped up. We were really excited. And then he said something. And he said, half of what you learned in medical school was wrong. Mm. And there was a lot of gas. I heard definitely some oh shifts, except it wasn't shift. Yes. And... <laughs> Oh, like, what kind of med school did we go to? was wrong. And then he continued and he said, your job or the course of a lifetime as a physician is to figure out which half. Yes. Yes. And so it's not just learning, but unlearning. And as a John Maxwell coach, speaker and facilitator, mm-hmm. it's, you got to learn, but you also have to check your assumptions and maybe yes. something that you thought was true is no longer true for you. Mm-hmm. It may be true for other people, but it no longer resonates with yourself. So it's that constant, always, always growing, but also challenging your existing beliefs. Yes. And willing to be flexible, like you said, so you can learn and unlearn. That's great. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So those are great tips, but I'm going to ask if you have any other tips to help others find their joy. Look for the unexpected. Look for the unexpected. Um, Too often people are thinking they're going to find joy here. They're going to find joy when they hit their ideal weight. They're going to find joy when they hit their ideal income, when they find their ideal job, when they Mm -hmm. find all these things. And it's not there. It's not there. Um, some of the memorable experiences that I've been able to have um, in doing uh, medical mission work. Um, mm-hmm. I remember being down um, in Honduras after Hurricane Mitch, and we literally had people lined up at the crack of dawn, you know, all the way down this, you know, dirt road. And people, it was hot, it was humid. And people would wait out there in their Sunday best Mm. to just have a few moments with us. Wow. And they didn't, a lot of them didn't have running water. They didn't have access to uh, a working bathroom. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't have, um, they didn't have the access to the medical care. Um, so many of them had what are called animalitas, little parasites. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them had some really ugly, ugly illnesses. You know, I saw mumps. I hadn't seen mumps. I mean, we just saw so many things. But what I also saw was every child, every adult had the biggest smiles on their face. Wow. It wasn't due to their stature in society. It wasn't due to the number of zeros in their bank account. Mm-hmm. It wasn't due to, you know, all the things that we as Americans would hold on to as our status are. Yes. It was just that happiness and that joy that they had because they wow. were alive. 
Yes. Yes. So it was, it was humbling. Yes. I can only it was imagine. And anybody who's ever done, you know, medical mission work recognizes, you know, we go down there to serve mm -hmm. and we get so much more back than yes. we've ever possibly given. Wow. So, yes. Yeah. To look in the unexpected places. Um, you know, it's there, it's all around. It can be, um, it can be a gazillion butterflies outside. Yes. Uh, before it can be accidentally locking your cat in the room. It can be, you know, <laughs> I mean, just, things, just silly things that make you go, you know. Yes. You know, just, just be open to it. Yes. Just be open to it because you know, if you don't open your eyes, you're not going to see. Right. You've got to open those eyes for opportunity and be aware. And the other thing I love teaching on is patterns. You know, as physicians, we have to learn patterns. We have to learn, oh, you know, we might see what someone with polycystic ovarian disease. We'll see a certain pattern with that. Um, we'll see if we see a child with a genetic syndrome, we'll look for other parts of that. When you're looking at joy, when you're looking at habits, when you're looking at happiness, Look for the other parts of the pattern. Yes. Yes. I love that. I love what you said. And joy is all around us. We just have to, like you said, open to see it. <laughs> get off the blinders. Get out of your own way. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes if you don't, if you can't find it, then maybe you have to act it. Mm -hmm. And for International Month of Women, what I did, you know, you look back at where that was, the vaccine was just coming out, the COVID numbers were ugly, there was just, you know, the hospitals were just getting overwhelmed. And what I did, it's like, I'm going to reach out to 31 badass women. And I'm going to send out 31 postcards. And so I just sent out 31 postcards. And, you know, it was, it was tough. You know, my son, we had just brought him home from college because mm -hmm. everything had gone virtual. My oh. daughter hadn't, she hadn't been in person in over a year. I mean, there was mm -hmm. just so much stuff. It's like, sometimes you have to do the action. Yes. And then you find it. What a great idea. Wow. I love that. <laughs> awesome. So where can people find out more about you or if they want to reach out to you or potentially even work with you? Where can people find you? I'm, I'm pretty much out there. Um, I've got my website, which is Bounce Highest. I think I sent you a link because I wanted to give everyone who's watching the podcast a freebie. Um, and if you don't have it, I'll send it again to you, which is one of my favorite time management tools. Um, and you know, they can, you know, find me through that by, you know, grabbing the freebie. Um, I'm on Instagram at Bounce Highest. Um, I'm on Facebook at Bounce Highest. I've got everything at, you know, at Bounce Highest. Um, but that's probably the, you know, the easiest way to find me. Um, you know, I've got my website, I've got all these different things, but I just want to be able to engage with people. And part of that is fun, you know, is growing you know, growing the Instagram and seeing how many people I can reach, how many people I can, you know, add value to. Mm -hmm. um, and that's been fun doing that. But, you know, 
just giving people that value. You know, I wish I could give someone an extra hour every day. Wouldn't that be an amazing value? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that possibility. I don't have that skill set. I don't know who does. What I can do is give people a process to be able to be more productive on their time. And so that's why I set up that free gift. And I sent you the link and I can send it to you again. And that's a good way for people to find me. Okay. Um, Great. And I'll post that in the show notes. Perfect. perfect. Appreciate that. Thank you for sharing that with everyone. That's oh, absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. You know, so much of what we do is we second guess ourselves. We have that self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Lose our way. Sometimes things even happen that make us question our own self-worth. And that's that's what I help people with because we all know that shift happens. Yes. You know, you work in the ER, you deal with shift every <laughs> single day. Um, but there's ways that we can do it. And the phrase that I teach my clients and try to share with others is how we perceive something is how we receive something. Mm, love that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... It's so important because we just, I wouldn't wish my accident on anybody. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't trade the lessons that I've learned from it for anything. Okay. Yes. Wow. Wow, Susan, this has been amazing. It's been so awesome to talk with you. you. I have loved having this conversation. Me too. And it's nice that we're twinning today. It is. Without planning. I mean, that's so awesome. We're just connected. Exactly. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all the work that you do. And helping people and others find their joy. (laughs) Thank you you for inviting me to be on and just moving that joy forward because people, people sometimes forget that it's there. Yes, I think so. They need to be reminded. Yes, a hundred percent agree. So thank you for helping them do that. And yes, and thank you for coming here and sharing your stories and yourself and your amazing gifts. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Bye. You you take care. All right. Thank you. Well, my friend. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I have really loved having this conversation. And please join me in the next one. Mwah.